0: hey welcome to the control room podcast i have to admit this is uh probably the most difficult podcast i've ever had to do i didn't even want to do it Uh, a friend of mine rafi reached out to me and he said you know he he would like to hear from me and Romo because he just wants to be around people who want to talk about kobe so i got my guy uh ramiro here with me
1: yeah this is tough you know um you know usually we have fun with with these uh p- pods and uh uh this was uh tough 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 one to swallow uh yesterday uh I, i'm still trying to pros- process it i'm sure many people are um you know if you grew up in LA um, i think it hits you you know quite differently right. i know that he was beloved uh, globally you know all around the world but uh it definitely hits close to home. Uh, yeah, you
0: know, I gotta say, um, I'm glad I'm doing it with you. Uh, I, I contemplated different ways to doing it. Uh, part of me wanted to do it by myself because I felt like I was going to break down and start crying. Because I did, I broke down multiple times today. And
1: uh, yeah. uh, I must say, when I heard uh, that his daughter was on that on that helicopter as well, that that really yeah. uh, that got to me. You don't have to be a sports fan necessarily, a basketball fan to you know uh, feel for uh, the Bryant family because uh, you know he leaves a, a wife and three uh, girls behind three daughters uh, who have to uh, pick up the pieces and and try to uh, move forward
0: yeah I mean the way the news came out I got a text message from you and uh, uh, immediately went into denial was like this isn't real um, I went and did some homework for about an hour, then I'm scrolling through Twitter, Um, I'm seeing uh, Brian Shaw on NBA TV, he's breaking down, and it's like, wow, this is really real, and then it wasn't until my friend Rafi called me, because the first report I saw, saw that uh, he was survived by his four daughters, so I was like, wow, I know his... You know, his daughter, who's hooping, is always with him. I mean, that's the one thing I could take away from this. And then it turned out she actually was with him. They were headed to practice or a game. And you just think about uh, just him as a father in that position. Like, you – I'm sure he – I mean – Kobe's a uh superhero he's a mythical figure that's the way we look at these people you're immortal you don't think someone like him will die that way you think he's going to figure out a way to escape or walk away and when you find that 41 years old that he's gone his 13 year old daughter it's it's unbelievable
1: yeah yeah uh it's shocking i mean he uh you know he was my age uh you know i i uh have this parallel with him because you know when i was a senior in high school uh he was a senior in high school and i remember hearing about this kid uh laura marion Hi- uh, high school in uh philadelphia mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> you know we all kept hearing about this basketball prodigy
0: right
1: and uh he was the
0: greatest high school player ever yeah there was, was a lot like, of a lot of a, hype, report, a lot of a lot of hype
1: surrounding him and uh you know to see him uh Make the uh, the leap to the NBA straight from high school, which uh, is pretty unfathomable. At I mean, the
0: time, it was un- it was unprecedented. No guard yeah. had gone because KG went the year before, but no perimeter player had made the jump.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and just to to see uh, to see the evolution, you know, uh, I mean, I remember him, you know, I, I, initially. uh like i there's a lot of hype surrounding him uh like there is with you know these uh phenoms yeah. um and uh of course you know i remember uh hearing about him going to his prom with uh brandy brandy moesha yeah, moesha Fang, yeah moesha was and, on uh, yeah that was and, and, and of course you know being uh you know uh high schooler uh, I was kind of jealous like of oh course. man like this this guy has it all like yeah he you know? and
0: at that point he hadn't done anything so mm-hmm. we, you know people were kind of looking at him like who is this yeah. kid
1: yeah all I knew is uh, his dad was a former uh, NBA player Je- Jelly Bean Bryant played for the Philadelphia 76ers and uh you know and then later on we learn about his childhood growing up in Italy when his dad played overseas in Italy and uh, the fact that he he spoke fluent italian and uh and uh was learning spanish uh quite quite uh yeah quite well i mean uh i mean he was constantly evolving as a person uh but yeah it it really uh is it's it's difficult you know because we saw him grow up you mm-hmm. know we we literally saw him grow up before our eyes i mean uh, as you know, I've al- you know, I've always had mixed emotions about Kobe mm-hmm. because I remember a point in time where he was a young player and, uh, you know, he was quite petulant sometimes. They called him showboy. Yeah, boy. he was, yeah. you know, m- many people <clears throat> were turned off by his I'm going to be better than Michael Jordan but I, uh, I, I, uh, I think, attitude. I think a
0: factor of that was just we weren't used to seeing teenagers in the NBA at that point. Now it's kind not. of the norm. But he was—he yeah. an 18-year-old kid on the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, we—you we, know—we saw him. Uh, we we saw him grow as a, you know, uh, you know, not only as a basketball player but you know, as a person. I mean, you know, there was many times where you know, you'd, you'd be watching the Lakers and you'd be mad at him, like, "What are you doing? Like, what is this kid doing? Give the ball to Shaq! You know, <laughs> what does he think he is?" And yeah, you yeah. know, I remember uh, uh, one time in particular in the playoffs where. He was getting criticized for not passing the ball to his teammates mm-hmm. uh, or shooting too much. And uh, the very next game, uh, I believe it was against the Phoenix Suns, yeah, yeah. he came out just to prove a point. Mm-hmm. He didn't shoot the ball at all. He was just passing the ball. Again, you know, sometimes he had these moments.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that, you know, it was like a petulant child. But mm-hmm. um, he really uh, matured as a player, as a person. And, uh, you know... Um, just developed into a well-rounded, you know, person, just a family guy. But no, feel, what by you know, what accounts. you said, when you say you, um,
0: we saw him grow up, we saw him get married. We saw him yeah. have his first kid, his second, his third, and his fourth daughter just recently. Like, we literally saw, Kobe's like a child star, you know, and we saw him, like you say, you, you yeah. live through the up and down, petulant days, and then he's winning five championships in twenty years he's scoring eighty one and sixty points his last game. I gotta say the first time I really had to recognize who Kobe was, uh, was the ninety eight All Star game. Because you had heard the name Kobe Bryant the couple years. This he's supposed supposed to be phenom, but he wasn't even a starter for the Lakers. But then he's a starter in the All Star game, and he's that's, going. He's on the floor with Michael Jordan and Penny Hardaway uh, yeah, and um, Grant unprecedented, Hill, that's
1: unprecedented, Kevin yeah.
0: Garnett, Tim Duncan, and he was the show, and he yeah. balled out. And that was the first time I had to really step back and be like, "He's actually as good as they said he was going to be."
1: Yeah, and and I think uh, you know when 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 you look around the league and, and you see. Uh, some of his peers that you know that that uh you know he played against and and uh played with or against, and uh you see the level of respect that they had uh for him yeah uh, I mean this guy had uh an impact uh, i think you know i said beyond beyond basketball of course um I mean, he 's uh an icon uh you know uh despite you know what you. You know how you may feel about him. And, you yeah. know, um, at at the end of the day, the guy was uh, as competitive player as we've seen. I think the closest uh, to Michael Jordan from a competitive yeah. standpoint. And he had
0: a legendary work ethic, which is something everybody can respect. Absolutely. Because, um, like you said, his dad was a pro ball player. He grows up in Italy. He doesn't need to be the hardest working man in NBA history, but mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah. He's getting money. He's winning championships, and he's still going to work twice as hard because he yeah. was just driven. Yeah,
1: people, you know, people forget. People forget his rookie year. People just assume that he was always great. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he he struggled his first year, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and obviously this this guy put in the work, which I, I think that's why he has uh, the respect of, of all of his peers because they know they know the work that this guy put in, in into it and uh and i think that you know that was something that he was um you know really um uh, teaching these girls uh, mm-hmm. about you know the the work ethic and mm-hmm. and being you know being a gym rat yeah. and, and, and uh and just working hard at your craft and you know
0: yeah when you bring up him with the girls and like i said that brings it back that you know a lot of people are, you know, Kobe died. No, Kobe died. His daughter died. There was uh, seven other people. Seven other, yes. Um, but like well, uh, my, my Rafi, he was going to LA Live, and I saw a shot, and it said, you know, Kobe and Gigi. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. My the, cousin
1: Junior was, uh, uh, d- you know, down there yesterday, and uh, uh, a lot of people out there.
0: Uh, I know taking flowers. There's been a lot of tributes. Um, Gigi's favorite player, um, Kobe's daughter, was Trey Young. And he put out there that, you know, he just met, you know, Kobe's daughter this year. And he was so honored that, you know, he was her favorite player. And that's why they were coming back out to games. And I think he wore a number eight jersey to start uh, to start his game tonight. And, yeah, we're going to see a lot of tributes uh, for, for from now until probably the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, what he was doing uh, for women's basketball... Uh, can't be measured. I mean, uh and this was just the tip of the iceberg like you said. I mean, he he really uh was legitimizing uh women's basketball um and uh I mean, he was uh, planning on, you know, uh growing the the sport yeah. and uh you know, it was this different uh phase of his life, you know, post retirement and mm-hmm. uh, and uh I think you know he really um you know uh focused on his family and and, and his daughters and uh that's you know that's really admirable
0: uh, yeah i mean we can all talk about kobe's greatest moments on the court but i think what has endeared him over the past few years is a relationship with his daughter all the time he's spending with the, being a dad coaching a youth basketball team Going yeah. to all the games because he has the money to hire the best coaches in the world and kick it back, kick back in Newport and you know pick and choose when he shows up. But he's out there every day with those girls, and I got to say, as a person who's coached women's basketball the past seven years, I remember having conversations with people, um them asking me like, "Oh, how's your team doing?" I'm like, "Oh, we're." You know, going to the national tournament, we're doing this and we're doing that and then be like, Okay, cool, when are you moving to the men's? Because in their eyes, women's basketball was secondary and you aren't a legitimate coach until you coach men. They couldn't say that anymore. Yeah, the
1: mindset is is changing. Because
0: like you said, Kobe Bryant, it you know, it takes a Mount Rushmore like upper echelon great to say, No, I'm I'm not too good or too great to coach 13-year-old girls. I'm going to teach them in Triangle. I'm going to treat them like real hoopers. And I'm going to have great respect for the game. And it was just so amazing to see in his daughter that she was ready to carry that torch because Kobe told the story of uh, people coming up to him on the street and saying, hey, you and V have to have a son. You got to have a son to carry on the legacy. And sometimes his daughter, Gigi, would be right there and she would she would speak up and say, "No, I got it, I got this." And Kobe would look down at her and say, "You're absolutely right. You do have this." So they're going to uh, uh, WNBA games. They're traveling to different colleges, Oregon, UConn, and meeting the players. And I truly feel like if they the 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 pace they were on, they would have made women's basketball a must see TV. Absolutely. Once his daughter got to the collegiate level and then the professional level, and, and it's just. It's, it's 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 a tragedy
1: yeah uh you know kobe uh was you know uh instilling these you know the, these great uh um ideas as far as hard you know hard work and and uh, that that applies to uh any area in life any so, job um uh, i mean if you if you don't like basketball you know um uh it, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. it, you just have to admire uh, anybody that works, uh, their, you know, uh, their craft mm-hmm. to be a... He was a perfectionist. 100%. I mean, um, that's just uh, who he was. And, and sometimes it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but...
0: Because that's not... Because he had a rare trait of he could be a millionaire or a billionaire. He could win all the rings and still work harder than anyone else. And it's hard for people to relate to that, but like you said, that's why so many people admire him. That's why current NBA players like Jason Tatum, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, etc., would go to the Mamba Academy to try and learn from him, because they know he's a rare breed. This was a special guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it was just, uh, he's basically a basketball, uh basketball savant. Savant, yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, and uh he was really trying to uh pass this on to the next generation um you know sadly um you know his life was
0: tragically cut short yeah.
1: and uh yeah it was just a very difficult day yesterday in LA uh
0: I mean driving uh, to work you see people in their uh Kobe jerseys um yeah. you know like I said this people at the momma yeah. academy at LA live
1: i think that the last time that uh i think uh la uh felt like this collectively was uh, obviously when you know magic johnson announced that I'm uh, sure that was that he stuff. had hiv yeah. and uh that, but uh the 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 finality of this i mean just the sudden the yeah. sudden impact uh you know i know when i heard the day yesterday uh i was in denial I, you know even though I had, you know, uh people texting me left and right and uh I didn't want to believe it. Um No, but, I was
0: I was I was legit in denial. I was upset. I was waiting for the news to break that Kobe actually isn't dead. You know, like you said, the classic stages of grief to where the you, know, you, you have acceptance, you have anger, um, it hits you on waves and yeah. you don't expect it. Um, it's hard to yeah. go through the Twitter timeline and not get emotional.
1: Yeah, and I saw people who, you know, don't necessarily uh, know anything about basketball, but they were touched by you know the fact that uh, you know uh, he died with you know along with his daughter. Uh, yeah, that, that's the that's thing. That's just a human.
0: We've had uh, you know we've had great actors, athletes human reaction you know um, i remember when i was in high school and Aaliyah died in a plane crash and i remember dropping to my knees because it just felt like somebody knocked the air out of me this is a situation to where you know we're mourning kobe but the fact that his daughter's only 13 you know she didn't get to live a life and you know she was a living embodiment embodiment of, of her father and it's uh it's a tough pill to swallow, and I it's know very tragic. it's going to take a it's going to take a while to process this yeah. and accept it. It's uh
1: it, it's going to be a while before uh, you know we get back to nor- normalcy, um you know uh, especially here in L A. Yeah, uh, he was <laughs> such such a uh you know such a big figure, uh, not just a sports figure, but mm-hmm. just you know just an icon. I mean he's he's an icon.
0: He, and uh, he was—he's uh, loved. He was loved by every. He's one of those people who doesn't matter what, would uh, uh, race, age, ethnicity, all across the gender, board, gender. Yeah. Like Kobe Bryant was loved by a lot of people, and I gotta admit, like people are gonna listen to this podcast a little confused if you've known me for many years. I wasn't always a Kobe Bryant fan, but it wasn't because I didn't like or or, or uh, respect Kobe. Mm-hmm. I was deathly afraid yeah. Kobe was going to be better than my hero, Michael Jordan. Yeah. I could see it in him, and he would do things to where I'd be like, damn, that's either just like Mike, or that's maybe maybe that's even better he's 21 years old he's in the NBA finals and he's showing up Reggie Miller and Jalen Rose when Shaq fouls out how can someone be this good so young and work that hard you know so for years I rooted against Kobe Bryant and then but that was always secretly I, you have to respect him you got to respect him yeah. talking trash to Allen Iverson in 2001
1: yeah. even if you didn't like him yeah. you, you had to respect him
0: and then, my my greatest memory of Kobe, I saw him live, and even though I'm a Michael Jordan zealot, I have to admit, I during the second three-peat, I was 10, 11, 12 years old, I saw Kobe's whole career, I saw Kobe live, I saw Kobe yeah. Bryant score 55 points on Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah, I, I, I saw him uh, on multiple occasions, I, I saw him wear, when he wore 8, Ocho, mm-hmm. as uh, we used to call him, and mm-hmm. then... Uh, you know the second half of his career. Uh, you know when he wore 24, and, and uh, I mean, 20 years. Uh, you know we've talked about this. He, he really tra- transcended generations. You know uh, to the point where you have uh, you know up and comers like Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. a- a- among others. You know uh,
0: Paul George, you know, Trey Young, you know, Young, yeah. who
1: look look up to him. Uh, he, you know, he is. Uh, <laughs> he is their michael jordan yeah you know because they, um, they didn't see mike they didn't see mike I, like I'm we did. Thir- i'm
0: 33 mm-hmm. years old and i only saw the second half of mike so if you're a few years younger than me maybe you saw wizards mj but you see kobe and you're just like he does everything mike does and
1: yeah the closest thing that uh we've seen to to michael jordan
0: skill set wise competitor wise uh,
1: yeah and uh i mean his, his story is just amazing uh you know, growing up in Italy, mm-hmm. uh, not even having access to watch NBA games. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard the stories of his grandparents sending him VHS right. tapes for him to watch. Yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, and just, you know, studying, you know, the, the, the greats, the, the, the uh, Magic Johnsons, the Larry Birds uh, mm-hmm. of, you know, of that era. And, of course, J- Jordan, obviously, obviously yeah. uh, had a great impact on him. So much so that when he came in the league, a lot of people... Said, man, look at him. He, he 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 walks like Michael Jordan. He chews mm-hmm. gum like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it, you know, it it, it wasn't uh, coincidence. I mean, he he patterned his game after Michael Jordan. Right. Uh, and uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're gonna pattern your game after somebody,
0: yeah, that's a good. <laughs> that's not a bad guy to pattern good, your game after. Trust me. Many tried to pattern mm-hmm. the game after Michael. Oh, Jordan. I
1: tried to pattern my game after Michael Jordan. Yeah, I just yeah, uh, just like the skill. You couldn't you? Couldn't I mean, jump. I could chew gum. Yeah. I could chew gum. I could do that. Yeah. But
0: uh, but there was only one person yeah. who was crazy enough to put the work into actually becoming the next generation's yes. Michael Jordan.
1: Yes. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, say they want to be the gr- you know the greatest. Yeah. Uh, when Kobe said it, he actually meant he it. meant that shit. Uh,
0: so. And there's a funny uh, uh, conversation Kobe Bryant had with Matt Barnes And uh, Steven Jackson on their podcast And they, they asked him like, Hey, you know, you and Mike, you guys are pretty cool um, And you ever have Any off-camera conversations About what would have happened If y'all face off in your prime And Kobe brought up, he was like, Mike brings up His 91, because that's when he feels like he was at The, the peak of his powers And me, was 03 And basically Mike Throughout out there That he would destroy him You know He would kill yeah. him And Kobe Bryant Is the only person In the world Who would look Michael Jordan In his face And tell him You gotta remember Who you're talking to The Mamba mentality No one in NBA history Would tell Mike You know who you're talking to And, and he said Even Mike was like My bad <laughs> You know Because he respected him He respected yep. the hell yeah, out he of him Yeah
1: he earned uh, uh, He earned You know man, Many guys' respect um, you know, he he you know, he went through uh so many phases, you know. Yeah. Uh but, you know, I, I think uh we were just like I said, just, you know, witnessing like the 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 next phase of his life. Uh, you know, uh won an Oscar. I won an Oscar. I mean how many how many athletes can say that? Yeah. Um and uh he uh, is gonna be inducted into the basketball hall of fame later Absolutely. this year. Uh um, like I
0: said everything he's been doing with the Mamba Academy
1: yeah I mean uh, you know Kobe very complex Mm -hmm. you know complex uh, individual Uh, I mean he he went through a lot and we we we, uh, went along uh, uh, for the ride with him Mm -hmm. you know and uh, you know sadly it's come to an end but you know people will never forget um, you know uh, the impact that that he had uh, not only on the game but I think you know it's even beyond basketball, just you know when, people, when you say the word kobe you know mm-hmm. it's it, it, synonymous there, there's with, very uh, few
0: people who you just say their first name yeah. and people understand who you're talking about
1: that that's how you know that yeah. uh you you've you definitely made an impact uh in people's lives yeah uh,
0: like you said, man, it's bigger than basketball. I mean, that's a major yeah. part of his legacy. Yeah, um, that's why it hurts so much for me. I yeah. love basketball so much; it's done so much for me. But like you said, it's the off the court. It's everything he was doing yeah. with his with it, his family. Yeah,
1: and I think he was just starting to open yeah. up because you know, I, obviously, when he was playing, I, I think Kobe was very guarded. He's hyper focused. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, uh, only the last couple of years have we've seen kind of, you know seen a different side of Kobe where he kind of you know. Put put his guard down, you know. Uh, he's reti- retired and, and just enjoying his, his, you know, family and you know, just a different side of Kobe. Um, uh, so it's just sad that. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna miss him. I'm. A, I, I, I miss rooting against him when he was a player. I miss watching him shock the shit out of me. Like I said, when he scores sixty points in his twentieth season, in his final game. Um, but I'm also gonna miss the fact, like I said, I, I've been. I've been doing this women's basketball thing for almost a decade now, and Kobe Bryant made people like me proud. Like, we're already proud to coach women's basketball because once you're in it, you understand, like, the purity of the game. Yeah, the love but of the Kobe game. Kobe was a face yeah. of an all-time, all-time Mount Rushmore great player who was on the sidelines coaching young girls and taking it dead serious and letting people know like this is legitimate this is this is this is this is real business this is real coaching um this is for the love of the game yeah his passion
1: you know his passion uh definitely was contagious no one
0: has recently asked me when am I going to start coaching the men's side I think a lot of it has to do with Kobe Bryant's been doing at the Mamba Academy so yeah yeah like
1: I said he legitimized uh you know women's basketball. uh, You know, when when someone uh, of his, you know, uh, stature Mm -hmm. uh, kind of puts the stamp of approval, you know, people pay attention. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just sad that, uh, you know, it, you know. This is, it's over. It's over, and uh, yeah, I just, I know, you know, my heart, uh, you know, goes out to his wife Vanessa and his three daughters Mm -hmm. uh, that you know are left uh having to pick up the pieces
0: and yeah. uh and like I, I was talking to uh Ryan about this um that shows you money money isn't everything um, they're going to be set for life, but um they lost their father, they lost you know a daughter yeah, sister. And there's noth- sister there's nothing a sister there's nothing you can do to replace those things and uh, i i don't know if you have any closing statements. Or-
1: you know uh you know when these things happen obviously um you know uh perspective uh kind of uh, you know really changes your perspective on life uh mm-hmm. because you know we, we take for granted you know getting up in the morning and yeah um you know being able to you know uh be with your family and, yeah I'll see uh, them
0: next week or I'll see yeah, them tomorrow yeah tomorrow. And,
1: and uh the reality of it is uh you know um there's no guarantee that uh, you're gonna make it home to your family. So tomorrow's a so no promise. You you just have to, um, you know, really appreciate life and and uh, you know just uh, man love your family yeah. uh, because we you know, we don't know what tomorrow brings. Uh, it's not promised. Um, yeah, it's very unpredictable.
0: Yeah, I just I just want to close with this. Kobe Bryant lived the life. I wanted to live. I wanted to be the six six guard. Who goes after Michael Jordan's legacy? Who goes one on one with Mike? Who's the next guy? I wanted to be that guy. Kobe hey. actually got to live that life. Mike, so did I, but yeah. as a you know,
1: five ten Mexican kid, that wasn't right. gonna happen.
0: I'm five ten but, and three uh, I'm five ten and three quarters, so I couldn't But quite hey we,
1: we vicariously lived through yeah. uh Kobe and uh it was uh you know, it was an uh, amazing uh it was just amazing watching him evolve.
0: Yeah, so like for me, I'm I'm my closing is, thank you, Kobe. Uh, thank you for 20 years of incredible basketball in L.A. Um, thank you for showing everybody what the Mamba mentality is. Um, thank you for you know raising your beautiful daughters, having a beautiful family, setting an example for for black families and and mixed families yes on how to live the right way and sharing your beautiful journey with your daughter Gigi, yeah. and because i sent my nieces clips of kobe and her at the games trying to inspire her to play ball so uh, your legacy will live on forever thank you kobe and uh, i'll just say gracias you know, we'll, never, we'll never be forgotten